0: My dear brothers and sisters, as I said at the beginning of this Mass, today is Good Shepherd Sunday. So on this Good Shepherd Sunday and the World Day of Prayer for Vocations, the Church celebrates Christ, the Good Shepherd, and reminds us of our call to become good shepherds of God's flock, and also invite us to pray for vocations to the priesthood, the diaconate, and the consecrated life. Both the Old and the New Testaments use the image of a shepherd and his flock to describe the unique relationship between God and Israel and of Christ and we Christians. So we rejoice today because Christ is the one that leads us through the difficult paths of life to salvation. In today's Gospel reading, two brief parables shows us Jesus first as a selfless caring shepherd who provides for his sheep's protection and life itself. And the second, as our unique gateway, the ship gate to eternal salvation. Jesus says of himself, I am the gate, claiming to be the gateway to life for us all. That is why he goes on to say, I have come, that they may have life and have it to the full. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, when we hear this saying of Jesus, we think immediately of eternal life, life to the full. Certainly, Jesus did come that we may have life to the full beyond this earthly life, a sharing in his own risen life. However, he also wants to bring us life here and now so his presence can be life-giving for us. In this time and in this place, wherever we might find ourselves, just as the shepherd is a life-giving presence to his sheep. As he takes them out every day and every night, he leads them through the gates for protection at night and nourishment by the day. The Lord who is the gate is also the shepherd who protects and nourishes us each day of our life. In the words of today's second reading, he is the shepherd and the guardian of our souls. He joins with us as a shepherd and a guardian to bring life to us in various experiences of our difficulties to heal our brokenness and in the ways of today's responsorial time to revive our drooping spirit. Our spirit can be drooping from all kinds of reasons. We might struggle to get out from bed even this morning. We might even be struggling with sickness and other difficulties in our lives. The Lord journeys with us At such times, as we walk, he goes with us just as he did, if we remember, last Sunday's reading on the road to Emmaus, how he followed his disciples when their spirit was dropping. So if we open ourselves to his presence, as those two disciples did, the Lord lifts us up. He will breathe new life into us. He will give us strength in our weakness. He has come and continues to come that we may have life now and beyond our earthly lives. He says he is an open gate and not a closed one. He is not in the business of locking people out. So he wants people to go freely in and out of him to eternal life. As a gate, he calls out to us to keep passing through him to find the fullness of life which alone can sanctify our deepest longing in life. In the language of today's responsorial psalm, he is there as a shepherd in every valley of darkness to comfort us. The Lord calls each one of us to be a good shepherd, having taken care of us, to be a good shepherd in one shape or other. Each of us has a responsibility for some little flock of our own, whether we are married or ordained, or a religious or a single person. Each of us is responsible for someone or for some other. Every one of us is entrusted with the care of others as a shepherd. Hence, we pastors, parents, teachers, doctors, nurses, or government officials, and even caregivers among others are all shepherds in one way or the other. So in the first reading of today, Peter shows us how to be a good shepherd which led to 3,000 people being converted. And he went on in his pastoral letter, which was taken from the second reading today. Peter further reminds us that to be a good shepherd, one must endure suffering as Christ did for the sake of his flock. Jesus was not selfish or neglected his duty. Instead, he persisted and gave everything for the good of the flock. Peter says to us, Christ suffered for you and left you an example for you to follow. He was bearing our faults in his own body on the cross. So these are the qualities of a good shepherd the Good Shepherd offers everything for the sake of his flock. He does not believe in half measures. For him it is alter optimum, alter nicio, which means it is either all or nothing. So we must imitate Christ, the Good Shepherd, who dared to set the devil to save us. We must act like Christ and always say, I will. Lord, let me take care of the sick, the orphan, the weak, the poor, the marginalized and the oppressed. Lord, let me fight for their curse. Let me be their light. Hope, pride, and shepherd. So as good shepherds, each one of us has a responsibility towards someone We must not abandon this responsibility to the detriment of our flock. Today's celebration, my dear brothers and sisters, reminds us that we ought to be contrast to the mundane or worldly shepherds of our time who exploit their flock. For us to be good shepherds, my dear people of God, like Peter and other apostles, we also must make Christ the good shepherd of our souls. This means listening to his voice through the scriptures, the teachings of the church's magisterium, and the church's traditions. We must be obedient and humble. We must listen to him to be truly the shepherd of the lost flock. He never fails. He knows the path. We walk every day. He knows when to place us on his shoulder to take us by the hand like his little children. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, we should not be afraid. When we look at Peter today, someone who denied Jesus Christ three good times and was afraid, boldly coming out and preaching and converting, the Bible says... What he said touched their hearts because they saw how lovely the apostles live. So we shall hear and recognize his voice when we come closer to him as we are doing now. All we need is just to open our hearts. Whereas moving away from him endangers our lives. So Jesus always beckons us, come unto me, all you, my sheep, who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew chapter 1, 28. So let us, my dear brothers and sisters, make the risen Lord our shepherd, because if we do, according to the Psalms we just sang today, there is nothing we shall want. And indeed, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. Amen.